Anybody there? Yes, we're not dead. We're back. Um, I was one, two, three. Yeah, yeah, we are still just about alive. Um, chaps, do you know the last time we did an episode of this podcast? Okay, it was on the eighth <laughs> of April. <laughs> that's the last episode that was number 99 oh and, my God. and we spent the whole of that time saying we've got to get 100 done we're going to be a big thing and basically what we've done is done nothing for three months had loads mm. of plans about the big show we we're going to do and mm. we're just basically here having done absolutely nothing and yep. finally getting around to actually talking so here we go it's episode 100 normal service has podcast. been resumed it has really? from the king yeah, yeah, I don't think so. So, listen, our very first episode was on yeah. June the 1st, 2020. Cool. God. That was our first episode. And here during we, the pandemic, right? Uh, yeah, it yeah. was during the pandemic. You're right. right. And um, this was a, So, yeah, this was kind of your idea in the pandemic, wasn't it? To sort of get together and give us something to do with our lives. Yeah, we started this in the lockdown. You're right, Ian. And here we are. Um we got off to a good start. We did it every week for a good year, and then we, mm. we then we didn't, um, and then we sort of got lives back again. And we could go out of the house and we could see people, um, and it slowed down a bit. But here we are with number one hundred. I made I that just, last bit up. We just, don't do any of that. I just say it's an excuse. <laughs> Can I just ask? So this is episode one hundred, and it is. The, um, yeah, Richard, me and you have done a hundred, right? Five. <laughs> yeah, I think this is your sixth episode. Well done, Ian. <laughs> I do believe that. I do believe I've probably done a little bit more than five. Yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah. six. Maybe well, a little I'm not quite happy with six. I think one of those, you were in a car on your way to work and you were in it for like four minutes or something. That's true, yes. Um, yes, I've, uh, I've, I have on occasion done it remotely, shall we say. It's like remote working, really, isn't it? And you've been trying for ages to get Rick Astley on the programme, so I'm really delighted to say, here's... Uh, yeah, he's not here. Um, uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, well, the trouble is, you see, um, I did challenge him uh, when I saw him down at uh, Glastonbury when I was uh, backstage with him. Uh, but he, he, I is that know, you Florida, or is that really you was at Glastonbury? Well, no. no. Well, I, was in my, I was in my lounge watching on telly. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, same as me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't so, count. He did very well at Glastonbury, though. He really he did. did. He carried the crowd. He was unbelievable. His band were brilliant. I mean, you know, the fact that he's just, you know, blatantly blown us out ever since I first <laughs> mentioned it has got nothing to do with it. Did he do a Harry Styles cover while he was there as well? Did, he I, did. Make, did I make that up? He did. No, and he did, he did. ACDC, which when me and my friend Vicky went to see him in uh, Maidstone, he did that as well because he, he used to play the drums. And he's yeah. actually been on stage with the Foo Fighters as well, hasn't he? He's become mm. friends with Dave Grohl. He has, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fast coming to the conclusion that everybody's been on stage with the Foo Fighters at one point because it's one of these <laughs> bands where it used to be a real honour. And now I think I think it's now it's now a sort of badge of honour if you haven't been on stage with Dave Grohl at some point. Yeah. Can I uh, just ask, uh, Jay? You're a massive Foo Fighters fan. You are. You are. You're, you're like a. What do they call Foo Fighters fans? Foo Fighters fans, I think. Foodies. Foodies. Uh, no idea. Oh, yeah. see, I, see, I know it was foodies, wasn't it? Oh, like it's that, not. I'm, I don't know. I don't oh. know. I'm not a oh, okay. I've right. them a couple of times. I'm not their biggest fan, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, it's the Killers that you like, isn't it? I, I love the Killers. You know the Killers. Can I just point yeah. out that yeah. I'm wearing a Killers T-shirt? Oh, from Tesco. Well yeah, yeah, it's from Tesco. Well. Yeah, yeah, Father's Day. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Ian, you were telling a story which I'm sure was going to be amazing. So finish it, finish it off. I was going to ask. A, I was just going to ask a question. I was like, "What do you think of the brand new drummer for the Foo Fighters?" Obviously, you know, replacing the. Uh, he did a good job, one, didn't he? He was on a hiding to nothing, so really. Re- wasn't replacing he? the old one. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, he did very well. Yeah, very good. I like oh, the new I'm album very as well. Very very good. impressed with him. I thought he was very good yeah. indeed. I'm sure he'll be delighted to hear that. I mean, that's a seal of approval <laughs> he's been waiting for. I think we might uh, we might actually ask him to come on the podcast. Uh, he'll be on episode 200. Give me, oh, give right. me 100 episodes to work on it. Be fair, he'll probably, he'll probably be most... dead by then, won't he? So I wouldn't worry about it. This is the most, like, considering this was going to be our big episode of massive planning and this seems to be the most random all over the shop one we've ever done. Have we actually started we, yet? Yeah, or? we have started, sadly. We're nearly oh, yeah. eight minutes into it. Um, well, let's get some bitching out of the way. Mobile phones. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I upgraded okay. mine in, must have been February. So, like everybody else, every two years you can upgrade your phone. But I got this thing saying, hey, you've been with us for ages. You can upgrade to the new phone, free of charge. Just send your old one back if it's in working order. Basically, that pays for it. It's not a problem. So I thought, yeah, that'll be good. Get the new Samsung. Um, go through the um, the online stuff, whatever it is. Sign all the paperwork. Um, new phone arrives. Really good. The packaging arrives. Send the old phone back. Do all that. Not a problem. Send it back. Get a text message saying, thanks for sending your phone back. We've got it. You're all good. Hope you enjoy your new phone. Everyone's happy. Mm. Three months later, I'm looking at my mobile phone bill. It's an extra £330 has been added to my mobile phone bill. What? Sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> so I phoned up the well-known oh. phone company that has a couple of letters, no numbers in its title, um, mm. and said, hi, I'm just wondering why I've got a £330 other charge added to my mobile phone uh, bill. Yeah. And they went, oh, I don't know. That sounds a bit odd. I said, yes, indeed, it does sound a little <laughs> bit odd, doesn't it? And they come back and said, oh, you haven't sent your phone back. So what, what do you mean? I said, "I said you, you did an upgrade and you haven't sent your phone back. I said, well, no. I have sent my phone back and I have, a, I have a text message from your company saying, thanks for sending your phone back. We've got it. Nice. Oh, okay. no, there must have been a mistake then. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I think I think you're right. There may have been. Anyway, <laughs> so um, I speak to this customer services person and they say, right, leave it with me. I'm sending you all the details. I send loads of screenshots, all the tracking details and the raw, all of that sort of stuff. Hear Nothing. And they phone me back a week later and say, oh, we've not heard anything back, so we'll phone you back next Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever it is. Okay. Of course, Tuesday, Wednesday come, nothing. So I, I give it till the weekend, and I phone back again. But of course, you never get through to the same person. No. And of course, they can't access the stuff, and all the emails you send to this company are to individual people, like John Smith, at the company name. So Working not, in his, uh, like, you know, in his garage or, yeah. like, you know. Yeah, but normally you would send stuff to, like, customer.services at company name, and it would be in a shared mailbox or something. But this goes mm. to individuals. So, of course, I get through to somebody completely different who has no idea what I'm talking about, can vaguely see some notes but doesn't have access to emails. So say, okay, we'll, we'll look into it for you. Could you send me all this information? I said, well, I can send it to you, but I sent it all to the last person a week ago. So I literally mm. forward all of those emails back again. Yep. They say, we'll, um, we'll get back to you, not a problem. <laughs> anyway, so the, the, week okay. the week after, I had to go overseas for work for a couple of days. I need to Belgium or whatever. So I was at a conference, okay? And they phoned me four times in the space of 45 minutes, unannounced. And of course, mm. I couldn't take the calls. So I find the missed call. Then I get a text message saying, uh, we tried to contact you. We've closed your complaint as it's resolved. <laughs> I sort of like, well, I'm glad to hear it's resolved, but I don't actually know what the outcome is. Oh, dear. So, of course, I phoned back when I got back, and I got through to another person who knew nothing about it, who wanted me to send all the emails to them. So I sent all the emails off again and said, I don't understand how is this being closed. If it has been closed, what's the outcome? Oh, no, it's closed because you didn't get back to us. 
No, sorry. Right. Yeah. You phoned me four times in the space of 45 minutes. And before I'd even got the chance to phone you back, you'd email or you messaged me to say it was all done and dusted. Oh, I'll look into it. I'll look into it. Another oh, week a, another week goes by, hear absolutely nothing. Oh, so I email this last chap and say, look, what's going on? Because I'm, you know, if you're not going to resolve it, I'll just go to the ombudsman and we'll do it that way. Mm. Nothing back. So at the weekend, I got really annoyed. So I went onto their complaints website and filled out a complaint saying, no, I've spoken to all of these people. Here's all the stuff. Here's their email addresses. I've heard nothing. And then a month, is this by this point, it's six weeks on. I oh. eventually get a phone call from the executive customer complaints resolution team. Ooh, say, I've got, I've got really good news. Um, you're right. You have sent your phone back. We've refunded the money to your e, also to your mobile phone account. <laughs> I said that's great. I, I don't. I don't I, who it was. Don't yeah, worry. I, said, I don't really want it on my account. I want it in my bank because that's yes. where the money should have been. And actually, to be fair. Yeah. I wasn't budgeting for £330 to come out. So actually there's some overdraft issues we need to resolve here because I wasn't expecting it to come out. So anyway, the money came back to my account. I was Mm. talking to the lady. I said, well, look, thanks for sorting. She said, oh, I didn't sort it. Somebody else did all the work. I just get to phone you up and give you the good news. I said, well, look, take take the victory. Okay, take the victory. I said, I have to say, the customer service doesn't really work very well when it relies on entirely individual people who you never speak to again and you basically have to do it over and over again. Oh, yeah, well, that's just a system. Why? Well, yeah, it's, but it's a crap it's system. It's a crap it system. It really um, is. And then I said, but also I asked a whole bunch of questions during this process and no one's ever answered them. So I was asking, mm. said, how on earth do you generate a text message? I say, I don't, it's not some bloke sitting in a warehouse who randomly just sends me a text message. It's completely, clearly an automated system. So when the something scans through, it generates a message. Yeah. So are you saying that you don't have such a system so therefore you don't track stuff that's sent back so how does it of course they didn't answer any of that i think i'm not even sure the phone's there i think they just gave up and thought i'll just give this baby's money back to make him shut up (laughs) but the really the really strange thing though the really odd thing i thought that was crappy customer service i had to speak to royal mail as well that's just bizarre so i sent this thing recorded delivery okay and at the time the tracking information wasn't showing properly it just said it's still at this delivery office waiting to be delivered. So I found that Royal Mail said, look, I paid like nine or 10 quid for next day delivery. And it says here that it's been at your depot for three days waiting to be delivered. What's going on? Oh, well, what we do, thank you for raising it. We'll, um, we'll launch an investigation. Here's the reference oh. number. Yeah. And what will happen is yeah. um, we will send the details to the, um, to the delivery office. They will look into it. I said, brilliant. She goes, uh, but you won't hear back from us. I said, sorry. Okay. Yeah. She said, no, you won't hear back from us. I said, well, what happened? She goes, what happened is um, we give the uh, three days to the the delivery office to resolve it. But what happens is pretty much everything then gets resolved and the package shows up. I said, but how would Uh, I, how would I know that? How would I know if it's resolved or not? She goes, well, if you still get told it's not there, then you'll have to phone us back and have to start a separate complaint. I said, but is this the only customer service places where you give me a reference number, but then you never phone me back or tell me anything? Honestly, I... I And it was just... just So I said, okay, that's fine. And the odd thing was, I didn't worry about that because after I spoke to them, I got the text message from the the phone company saying, we've got your phone. So I thought, hey, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Anyway, so the three months later, when it all clearly wasn't fine, I phoned the Royal Mail back again. I said, look, I've got this reference number. I was told it was all being resolved, but it's not. And he goes, oh, okay, so we can launch an... I said, well, let's just stop you there. Um, Please don't tell me you're going to launch an investigation, but I won't ever hear back from you because that's not really going to work for me. I said, 
you've told me it was delivered. They've told me it was delivered, but now they're saying it's not delivered. And he goes, the other thing I'll have if they say is, um, I know you paid for the recorded delivery, but actually if it hasn't showed up, you're now outside the compensation window. <laughs> if it hasn't shown up, well, you won't get any money from us because you're outside the claim window. I said, well, hang on a minute. What's the point of paying for this recorded delivery thing? And then he said, Jeez. the problem with these big companies is they refuse to sign for individual items. So if they get, say, maybe 100 phones coming back a day, they refuse to sit there and sign for more. So they do a bulk signature. Yeah. Right. So, well, mm. it doesn't tell me that on the website when you're charging me £10 for guaranteed recorded delivery information. It doesn't say... Next day delivery by one o'clock signed for brackets if they can be asked close brackets. So actually, I'm paying for a service that you can't actually deliver, and I won't get any compensation for. Yes, hmm. doesn't doesn't feel doesn't feel right. Goes well if you fill out a form, we can give you the cost of your postage back. I said, well, that's great. <laughs> that's seven pound ninety nine back towards my three hundred and thirty pounds. Yeah. Anyway, it all got sorted in the end. But I just thought. That's a really crap set of customer servicing. I mean, it's the only process ever where they can give you a reference number and lodge a complaint and then never phone you back and tell you how it went. I honestly honestly believe that, you know, and it is not just us being moany old men. It really isn't. Like, the UK is just shit at customer service we it's are that's just it. yeah it's got it's got significantly worse and it you know and it makes us sound like we are moany old men i know i know we are because we're getting to that age but you just as you get older you you get you know sort of uh, you know you just don't put up with as much crap you know that you did when yeah. you were younger you were just like no actually this is bollocks <laughs> But I think everything's got worse. I think the whole system's got worse since the pandemic, right? This country completely got into pot, but not as on the same scale as yours, Richard. But um, my other half, she she um, changed providers, mobile phone providers. So she went from the one with two um, letters, <laughs> yes, but no yeah. numbers in the name, to the place where every little helps. Oh right, and um, mm. absolute nightmare. So she gets she gets the phone. Um, gets the pack code, you know, she wants to keep her number from what she had before, gets uh, notified that the pack code is transferred over in 24 hours. EE contact her and say, have you got the pack code? I went, yeah. EE then go ahead, I'm oh, sorry, the two letters <laughs> that I've said about, go and cancel it. And her number's then lost in the ether. And and the Every Little Helps folks can't tell her where it is or how long it's going to take to get resolved. So anyway, long story short, three weeks, 10 phone calls, exactly the same scenario where she speaks to 10 different people and no one can seem to contact anyone else asked to put a manager on the phone well i can't because i'm working from home and what's you haven't got yeah. a number or anything where you can transfer it no and if they do transfer no. it just cuts you off anyway yeah. three and a bit weeks later it gets resolved but honestly it's a joke everything has just gone to pot. this is the the whole reason why this has gone bad is that you know we have allowed this remote working thing but it and can work everybody i mean it can work i but, do it you know, i do it but, Richard, you do it, right? It works. I think think it's, um, I don't think it's all down to remote working. It hasn't helped because people obviously aren't near a manager and can't easily say, come and talk to them. I think the problem is the systems are just crap. They're not interested in helping. Yeah. Not the individuals. To be fair, the people I spoke to were really, they wanted to do their best, but they can only do what they can. Well, they're all really helpful. And they were saying, well, I think it might be this. If you send me this, I will do this. Because they're a on other people doing stuff, aren't they? And, you know, they're not there 24 hours. He said, you know, I'm not back to an next Saturday. Can I phone you on Saturday? Yeah. 
he didn't. Now, there could be a whole bunch of reasons for that. He could have had the day from hell where his phone just rang off the off the hook. Look, we've all been at work where we've forgotten to do something we were supposed to do. It's yeah. just the systems behind it are just poor. Oh, yeah. Like any system that's been designed by anybody that says what we'll do is we'll get to this point and then never phone the customer back and tell them what's <laughs> happened. I mean, whoever signed that off just needs a punch in the face because it's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. What Actually, why are you bothering? You can just tell me any old bullshit you want and I'll never know... I'd well, never know is, differently. But the funny thing is, though, signed off because it probably not got back to them. But the funny thing off. is, there are some bits in there which are really, really good, which they've rolled out, which are really good developments. Like if you phone the company with two letters in their title, yeah. you don't have to wait on hold anymore. What you do is you get through, you phone up the customer service number, and they'll know it's you from your phone and say, "Hi, Richard." We're not going to make you wait on the phone. We're going to send you a text message. Please reply to the text message. And the text message comes in and says, hi, what's the headline problem? So you just text back saying, oh, I've got a problem with my bill. I don't understand it. And they will then say, thank you. Somebody will call you back in the next 15 minutes from this phone number. And basically right. you can just get on with your life and then they will phone you back. You haven't right, got to wait okay. on hold and hear that stupid music. And actually, to be fair, my GP surgery did that. I had to phone up for an appointment about a month ago. And it got to that eight o'clock in the morning thing. You just think, oh, Christ, I'm going to be here for half an hour just hitting redial to get any. Get any. Yeah. Then I got straight well, through well, this. I, I nearly slipped my own wrists. But I got straight know. through and they got a message saying, thank you for calling. All our operators are busy. You are number 17 in the queue. We will, your, your phone will phone back when you get to the front of the queue. Hung up. Get on with your life. And your phone rings when you get to the front of the queue. You haven't got to wait on hold or do anything. And some That's of the do you so know some of these things, I mean, you didn't get the appointment at the end of it. But what I'm saying is that there are really good things they are doing, which means you haven't mm. got a hang. The problem is when you get through to people, it's just shocking after that. That's yeah, the yeah, problem. Yeah. Do you know what my doctor's surgery does when you ring? What's that? Has an answer machine that basically says that uh, you know you're in a queue, and um, uh, but you know if the queue is too long, that the system might indeed cut you off. What does oh. the system do? Cut you it off. cuts you off every yeah. single time. Wow. So yeah. So I tell you what you should do though. Are... Have you done the e consult though? They're good. Oh yes, no, I tried doing that. Yeah, I, I went, uh, I went all kind of emaily and um, started doing that kind of stuff. And uh, then the doctor, uh, doctor said, you rung me and said, uh, please don't email us. Um, you, you really need to book an appointment. Oh no, 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 no. Sorry, not email. The online consultation, which then basically gets you out of the triage. So you go onto the website of your surgery. And mm. rather than speaking to the reception and trying to bang, you can fill out a whole bunch of, um, you start like an online thing on your iPad or your, and you put your details in and basically it goes into the system and then you get a phone call back from a nurse or, or they'll phone back mm. and say, actually, we think you need to see a doctor or you need to go and see this. Uh, it just, it cuts out the need to have they hung on the phone and talk to idiots. One thing that you're, one thing you're forgetting here, Rich, I live on the Isle of Sheppey. I mean, come on, <laughs> come on. You know, no, there's, you know, you don't need there, to say right? any more. <laughs> so when people ask what have we been doing for the last three months on the phone to customer services yeah exactly yeah that's what <laughs> we couldn't do complaining to people and trying to get a resolution uh, since we were last here doing the podcast and, and I don't even believe that I was on episode 99 I no, believe you I was, weren't you weren't I, wasn't, I think no, the last exactly. time you was on was 23 wasn't it or something like that <laughs> something like that yeah yeah, yeah soon enough but anyway, since then, I have moved house. Uh, and I, hey, I, uh, just so, once? Yeah, so it, uh, just once, yeah. Just, I mean, it was enough. My God almighty. Uh, and that process was incre incredibly painful. Uh, we are now in a, like a battle with our, our old solicitors, uh, and it's now with the independent legal ombudsman, who wow. are equally as shocking as everybody else it's apparently apparently like you know sort of they're completely independent but it takes them an absolute age to investigate anything or even reply to you wow 
They're probably quite busy, to be fair, but yeah. Well, I'm sure they are, but... uh, More importantly, where's the house party you promised us? Yeah, I'm still planning that, so, um, yeah. I hope it's as well as we planned this episode, so probably never going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) The thing is, though, customer service things, I don't... I don't like complaining. No, no, don't I do you. that thing when I get off the phone and I just think, am I being entirely unreasonable about this? And I think, no, actually, mm. I'm not. Because I just think they're going, am I being, if this was, I would be embarrassed to say some of the things they have to say out loud or give some of those excuses. They're clearly on a laminated card, sort of yeah, my list mm. of shit excuses. But I would be embarrassed to say some of that. But I always think, oh, I've been really unreasonable. I don't well, want no, to. Uh, and the answer is no, I'm not. No, I don't think so, right? You can caveat it by always saying, look, I'm not having a go at you. That's how we always say it. Cause, like, mm-hmm. But, but I am, you're, sort of. Yeah, but I am sort of. And the rest of your colleagues are incompetent fools and your managers, why are they even managers if you can't ever get hold of them? Well, that's just it. I mean, like, the, the, I've had several instances where I've, you know, like you were saying, Rich, you asked to speak to a manager because that's, that's the escalation, isn't it? It's like if you're not satisfied with the first person you speak to, you speak to a manager. That's all how we always used to do it. It's a kind of a rank structure. I did say rank. Um, uh, but <laughs> literally, um, uh, you know, I've asked on several occasions to speak to the manager and it's a flat, no, we can't put you through. And you're like, right, that, that's not quite how it works, surely. No. And don't so, call but but the, the problem is, I suppose it is, because you can't get to a manager unless they put one on the phone. So they have a bit of power there, don't they? Because you, you can insist yeah. all you want, but you don't have their numbers, so you can't actually speak to them. No, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I just, you know. It's not right there, Rick Astley. It's not like we're trying to get hold of someone famous. We just want to get hold of the manager. Ian, exactly. you just undone your shirt and got your chest out? It's a, it's a tad it's a tad warm here. I've moved into a a, a three story townhouse, and and the, the the bedroom is at the top of the house, and the heat okay. rises. It's so hot. But you've got a medallion on as well. It's fantastic. Oh, there you I was talking to David Hasselhoff for five minutes. Well, you have been. That's it. Welcome. What can the Hoff do for you? <laughs> it is something you've always wanted. Was this part of a slightly delayed midlife crisis of wearing jewelry <laughs> like that? No, no. This is the this is the kids' hands print, hand prints. You see. Oh, well, okay. Being, feel a bit, guil- yeah, a bit guilty being, now. Being fatherly, yeah. Okay. You do feel fine. guilty as well. That's not. Nice. Um, so um, I have a, a first this week. Not talk about customer service now, but talk about kids and stuff. Is uh, my son was going on one of his many. I, mean, I tell you what. In the last two weeks, he's been on about five school trips. They've done nothing all year, and literally in the last five weeks, every day he's been on a school trip. Um, I had to drop him off at like half past seven in the morning to catch a coach. Okay. And we sort of drove up the road where I had to drop him off at, by the station. And I couldn't stop anywhere because the traffic was both sides. But you saw a bunch of his mates all at the bottom. Because that's the great thing. They can wear their own clothes on these school yeah. trips, but they have to wear their school PE shirt because they're quite distinctive. So it means the teacher can work out who they are. So it's quite a clever way of doing it. Um, yeah. And he saw all these. I said, look, um, I'll tell you what, I'll spin the car around and just drop you off. No, no, just stop here. It's fine. I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, drop me here and I can walk down to them. And it's the first one of those, don't you think about stopping here and being seen with me in front of my friends? And it never happened before. So I said, okay, well, I'll drop you here. So I did that, waited a minute, then just spun the car around and drove back down the road anyway. <laughs> I didn't do I didn't do the beeping and waving and say, love you, bye. Um, it's never it's never happened before. I've been told under no circumstances somebody's about to be seen uh, near his friends and stuff. Yeah, yeah. See, those times are yeah. coming. I know, it's, it's worrying, isn't it? Jeez. I tell you what, they, they went over. It was, they went all the way to East Sussex to look at some I don't know, observatory or something. They 
literally drove for three and a half hours got off legged it round there had some lunch and got on the coach <laughs> it's a bloody long way to go for like an hour and a half off a coach to look at some yeah. observatory in the middle of a field oh wow um, yeah maybe yeah. it's just a coach Absolutely. company trying to get up their petrol miles or something maybe who it's, knows it's astronomy for you isn't it you know it's it's uh Rich is looking a little bit uh, tired. Sorry, that's a massive yawn I was doing there. I don't know why. I'm yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. knackered this week for some reason. Um, mm. But it is quite, it's quite it's warm, isn't it? Us. Yeah. I've, I've just finished a night shifts and I feel shocking after a set of night shifts. Well, that's understandable, though. I don't feel human on the sort of the day that I finish. It's just, you know, so. No, I mean, that's fine. I think that's understandable. I've done bugger all and I'm still knackered. So I've got less of an excuse <laughs> than you have. At least you've been like working nights and no having sleep. I've just done sod all and I'm still isn't tired. is there a sweet song coming on, on the night shift? Oh, God. <laughs> Quick reference to the Commodore's night shift song there, I believe. Oh, God almighty, jeez. ever call me not topical. Yeah, it would have been topical in 1982 when it came out, wasn't it, or whatever it was. Yeah, last time we did the podcast, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well done, you. Quite, I had a very amusing uh, shift last night where I sat in. It was the, the first uh, shift that I actually hadn't spent all night out and about. So I was sitting in the office and I was uh, sort of gradually getting through some paperwork and uh, we're listening to a very popular middle-of-the-road radio station that plays loads of love songs. I think you probably know the one that uh, I'm talking about. Um, Sounds magic and, uh, to me. My, 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 co- <laughs> my colleague was uh, playing the game of let's name every single song and every single artist. Um, okay. That really does drive you around oh, the bend, yeah. doesn't it? Eventually, you just think... Particularly, they've, only got, they've only got 12 songs, so every hour yeah, you're exactly. always bar- guaranteed yeah. to be right, aren't they? Yeah. So I was like, oh... If my son is obsessed with the radio, he doesn't like the adverts on the radio, he just likes the songs. And every Sunday afternoon we're driving around and he'll flip between the stations. And of course, it's the chart show. And they're all they're all different chart shows, but they're basically the same 20 songs. So we go, I'm not listening to Lewis Capaldi. He flicks over, it's Lewis Capaldi. He flicks over again, it's another Lewis Capaldi song. It's just going to be the same song. So you can sit and flick if you want, but you're just going to get yourself more and more <laughs> irate because they've literally only got 20 songs for these three hours of the day. Um, yeah, especially no when I was decorating over Christmas and I was listening to the Christmas and it literally was the same. But in the second week, they rele- it was like they were releasing the bit by bit. Like it was two, so- like the same five songs. And then the next week you had seven songs. And then the week after it was like nine, they were releasing like two extra, but it's like, but these songs came out 20 years ago. It's not like you're just releasing them now. Why didn't you just play them from the beginning? <laughs> yeah. Give me at least a bit of variety. You Getting know? you a bit excited. So, oh, yeah. Build up to Leona Lewis and one more sleep when that kicks in, you're really at Christmas yeah, exactly. time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's Christmas. Yeah. Uh, could I just ask you boys, see if, uh, see if you can get, the answer to this because I think Go you on. probably probably will. And we we're talking about songs yeah. and uh, you know that how how often they play them. Uh, could you possibly name for me uh, the current most played radio advert in the UK, which is something to do with money? Advert. Hmm. Radio advert. Have you heard it? I've heard adverts on, on the radio. Uh, yeah. um, is Sorry, it that stupid? Do with, that do stupid money. car thing? Is it? We buy any winning thing? money? No, winning money. Oh, is it the um, postcode lottery thing? Uh, it's the, no, no, it's uh, the national lottery, uh, and they've got one particular advert that's drive me around the. Oh, not the old the couple moment. where they're on the phone. They say, yes. "How much have you won?" Yes, that's it. With, with the old couple, like, you know, are you are you somewhere that you can talk at the minute? And you know, 
Yes, we're at home. <laughs> yeah. God, did she phone Terry oh, Jones great. or Michael Payne? Yeah, it is like that. It is like, like that. that. It sounds like a st- someone's gone, look, just do an over-the-top old woman voice, will you? That's fine. Yeah, and the, the woman from the lottery is like, lovely. Um, well, I've checked the numbers and you are now millionaires. And then wow. she goes, no. And then <laughs> yeah. you've got Dermot going, Yes. And it's like, oh, she falls to the ground. Honestly, it's on every bloody radio station every single bloody day. And I'm like, whoever, whoever is like paying for for that to, to you just, just get rid of it, just get it off. It's just driving me around the bend. Oh, hang on, okay. we got, hang on, hang on, we've got some noise somewhere. Uh, it's James, probably mine. Hang on, let me go and tell oh, where? Hang on. I don't know. I think it, it's interference. I think interference. I've got what, an inter- kids? No, no, I've got an interference, um, like a phone or a loose connection type interference mm. noise. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think, uh, Jay, I think Jay's just kind of uh, negotiating children's bedtimes. He, he is, but I think he might think that the noise was coming from them and it wasn't. I think it probably is. He's probably blaming the kids now and it's nothing to do with uh, them at all. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you were, you Sorry, were, Jay. I, I, it wasn't. It wasn't the kids. It was some sort of interference noise. No, it's yeah. Ness. Well, Ness just answered her phone. Honestly, she, oh, I, I see. Know, okay, okay. You, you couldn't hear her reading the bedtime story, could you? I'm sure they've just got megaphones in this house. It's like once upon a time <laughs> there was a bear. He <laughs> <laughs> was named Goldilocks. <laughs> it's like Jesus. <laughs> anyway, I don't, think sorry. He, I don't think he was in it. No. <laughs> Hang on, can I just can I just uh, check? Can I just check now? How how old is Harvey now? Twenty six. Twelve going on eighteen because he's twelve a going on eighteen. Right. <laughs> and and how old's your daughter? She is seven. She's seven. So yeah. so so yeah. So you. And I'm one hundred and five. You still have to do the bedtime story to satisfy the seven year old and the twelve year old listeners as well. Or no, he. I. It's a nightmare because like we can never do it. So we're both doing it at the same time. So normally you end up reading a book to Flora, and then yeah. you have to go back in and read. Yeah. To my son, like, but more grown up stuff, and and ensure that he's reading as well, because. But yeah. then you just lose the will because you're like, do you know what, mate? I'll just read it. <laughs> so I'm not helping him develop in any way, shape, or form. It's yeah, do you know why? Doing... Just use your phone; it'd be easier. Yeah, exactly. But do you know what we're doing now? Instead of bedtime stories, because I want to learn this as well. Because the amount of times I've seen pointless, and this question has come up. I know nothing about the periodic table. So I've got a book about the periodic table and we're going through each element one and not. <laughs> what? Yes. Wow. It's educational, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, it's like we one do. of those weird American families on TikTok who go, every night we learn about the periodic table. <laughs> Well, you know I'm weird. It's just I'm just confirming what we already know. Well, yeah, I mean, to be fair, I suppose only me and you, Jay, really have spent our life being weird. Uh, Richard's just been spent his life commenting on that fact. So, so yeah, who's the weirder one? The the weird people or the one who follows around with the weird people? Exactly. That's just it. Yeah. See, it, it was definitely Sounds like a strange sort of justification to me. Pretty um, sure. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. I remember that it was Richard that approached uh, us when we were sitting down in the college refectory. Uh, Jay, was it uh, on a Thursday? Be our friend. Be my friend. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I don't think Jason was there friend. on day. You were there. I don't think Jason was there on day one. No, because we were in the same class, weren't we? That's why we ended up there. Jay was yeah. in a slightly different. Well, you know, I can't I was, remember. I was on day release. I'd already been there a year. Before, yeah, you'd already you know? been there a year. I that's right. Because I was the dance. <laughs> A special table in the corner. Yeah. 
Anyway, <laughs> listen, we are 34 minutes into the podcast, which can Whoopee. only mean... Yeah. It's the time you all been waiting for. We promise you won't feel the same as before. Yes, he's ready to tell a bad joke. It's a Jason's joke of the week. Recently, I bumped into the guy who sold me my antique globe. It's a small world. Yeah. I've got loads, and I'll do loads. I might as well rattle through these. Right? The, the thing is, though, the thing is, what people listening don't know is that for technical reasons, that's the third time we've heard that joke, so we're going to pretend that we're laughing at it. It weren't funny the first time. Here we go, look, here we go. There's a few more here. I told yeah. my therapist I can't get the Grease soundtrack out of my head. He said, tell me more. <laughs> God's sake. Hang on, there's better. My wife says, I can think of 14 reasons to leave you, plus your obsession with tennis. I replied, that's 15, love. (laughs) Hang on, hang on. My wife says that the salads I make tend to be a bit on the dry side. It's definitely something that needs addressing. My wife told me the other day that there's two major faults that she has with me. One is I don't listen and something else. (laughs) To the person that stole my glasses, I will find you. I have my contacts. Uh, hang on. Let's just oh, there's more. Oh, okay, good, good, good stuff. There's more. Um, God. Why was the paediatrician always losing his temper? Don't know. He had little patience. <laughs> uh, and I went into a pet shop and said, can I buy a goldfish? The guy said, do you want an aquarium? I said, I don't care what star sign it is. Right, okay, I think we hang should... On, hang on, last oh, one, last one, yes, right? Yeah, okay. this, this, you know we were doing this tin, my yeah. dad's joke, tin. So this right. was the first one I pulled out tonight, and I actually thought this was quite funny. You ready? Okay. Mm. What should you do if you're attacked by a group of clowns? I don't know. Go okay. straight for the juggler. <laughs> right. Uh, Rich, cue some really, really good jingle that lasts ages it does and also probably hasn't been updated since the new year so apologies for any out of date references if you're after serious informed debate about the big issues of the day then this probably isn't the podcast for you but if you're into bad jokes and remembering how much better things were in the 80s and 90s then stay right there it's the podcast that literally nobody is talking about Direct from their front rooms, dining rooms, and spare rooms. This is 3Go Podcasting with Richard, Ian, and Jay. It's actually right for once, because normally we play that and comment that Ian's not here, but it's actually right for once. So just proves <laughs> if you go. play something over and over, eventually yeah, um, it, it comes uh, right. Eventually, actually, I will be there. Do you know something else I forgot to mention? You know, I was saying earlier that our first episode and when that wasn't everything. In the time that we've not done an episode, we've gone over the 2,000 listens. Oh, wow. Yeah, it happened whilst, um, happens in our sort of unexpected three month gap between the last episode. So maybe, maybe that's the thing. Maybe just leave three months, but do four episodes a year and we'll probably be at 20,000 fairly soon. Yes. Excellent. Come on. We'll see. Uh, But seriously, if you are one of the, to be fair, I was going to say 2,000, but actually probably the 22 people who listen, but they listen quite regularly. Um, then thank you very much. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks fr- for sticking with us. You've been awesome and we love you. Yeah, and thanks, if we take Dad. out friends and family, we're probably down to three or four people who are randomly in the world somewhere listening <laughs> well, to this. I don't know. I mean, you know, every now and then I put it on my Facebook and, uh, you know, my one friend there might, might tune in. Facebook friend, Facebook friend, <laughs> special friend. Um, sorry, sorry, just randomly saying that. Um, is that it's Jay from the In Between, isn't it? Who says that? Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. What's the actor's name? I can't remember. 
uh, Buckley, James Buckley. So he was on TV the other day saying he does this, I don't know what the app's called, where you can go on and pay 40 quid and do a message for your mates. You know, oh, where you, pay, you, can pay a, you can pay it and a celebrity will do a message saying, hey, Jay, it's your birthday, and then basically say something insulting or say, you can get the Chuckle mm. Brothers to do it and stuff like that. He mm. was saying something like, I think he charges 40 quid a message, and he's yeah. done something like 30,000 of them. Wow. Jesus Christ. Really? He, said, he thought it was between 30 and 40,000 of these messages he'd done. He's like the number one bloke on this app because everyone just wants to go, hey, briefcase wanker or hey, bus wanker or whatever. <laughs> and all he does yeah. is sits at home just recording these things. It probably takes him, what, two minutes on his mobile phone. That's yeah. amazing. 40 quid, but it, that must be over a million that he's made from that. If well, it's, that, that'd, be a reason why, that'd be a reason why he's not made any more in-between of stuff or, in fact, hasn't done any other meaningful work oh, he's been for in ages. Oh, no, he's wasn't been, he's been in a few things, things, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been yeah, in a few yeah, films. Yeah. Stuff, but he does a... Um, it's funny, actually, this, this morning, like you know, sometimes you just randomly flick on YouTube to see what rubbish is on there. And he does a blog with his wife, and they just talk about random stuff and they went to see like blur last weekend at Wembley and they did it from from Wembley Stadium and stuff like that and uh, but the ironic thing is like obviously he was quite sad in the between but his wife's actually very attractive mm. <laughs> he's actually done very well you there. just hate people like that you exactly know? it's like oh yeah. my god how did you do that but anyway yeah. fair play to him but no it was quite funny the blog's actually quite good if you get a chance to watch it it's at home with the Buckleys it's, it's quite good cool yeah. okay I shouldn't be doing that because everyone should just be listening to this not- yeah but they're not going to so don't worry about it I don't, I don't think we're doing anyone any we damage find out. I, need, I think we need to find out this uh, This. Uh, well we need to become famous uh, uh, all three of us and then we can do these messages for 40 quid or you know, <laughs> when I'll do it for 39.99 I mean I, you know I'll we'll have to pay them <laughs> Pay them to have our message. Please please make a recording. (laughs) Funny message, wanker. So here's a question then, right? Mm. In this three month period, you must have watched stuff that you can recommend or say is rubbish. Come so, on. I watched yeah. um, the new Jack Ryan. I like, I love those Jack Ryan things on Amazon. They're really good. I've not seen it. Still have you not? The new one. The, I think it's the last one they've just done. It's, I think the last episode came out today. Um, it's the last series. And it's really good. Um, the couple in the middle weren't great. The first one and the last one were really good. Um, okay. So, that's worth watching. Um, what else? I started watching something called The Night Agent on, on Netflix, but I've only got two episodes into that. Um, I need oh, to finish yeah, watching that. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And the other thing I watched the other day, and I've done this before, you know I've said before that I watched American football shows and I have no idea what's going on. But So I, I saw something like the corner of my eye on Netflix called The Quarterback. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought it was a film about quarterbacks. It wasn't. It was a seven-part series about three quarterbacks over the year. So I was watching that. I have no idea what was going on, but one of them won the Super Bowl. Um, but basically every episode was exactly the same. Where They start at home with their incredibly attractive wives and their big houses. They play a game which they either lose or win, get shouted at by somebody, and then sort of go semi-religious at the end. Basically just repeat that seven times. Um, mm. But yeah, I thought it was a film and ended up just watching this seven-part documentary about three quarterbacks over the last, over the last season. Yeah. Yeah. When you said quarterbacks, anyone else getting a flashback to the crisps you used to be able to get for 5p that taste of cheeseburger? They oh, were called quarterbacks, or am I just showing my age? No, I've never no, heard of those, I'm afraid. Oh. That's good. I'm in love with frazzles at the moment. Oh, yeah, frazzles are great. 
Frazzle. I'm just, I mean, basically, one of my nicknames at school. I've, um, I've, I've actually got a brand new job since uh, we last did the. <laughs> you know, I've got a brand new job since we last did this podcast, and uh, it's a very, very prestigious position. Cool. Uh, one that I know that neither of you will uh, will ever kind of reach the dizzy heights of. I am now in charge of the work tuck shop. Oh wow! Mm. And thank God, God. I thought you were going to say neighbourhood watch coordinator or something, which you have no. to be. No, no, I'm in charge of the work tuck shop and uh, and you know and everything that goes with that. And does stuff go missing? Yes, it bloody does. And you would think the police officers don't steal <laughs> stuff, but clearly they bloody do. I mean, you. To, to, to I mean, be, are you helping yourself? Yeah. No, I'm the I'm the one who's. I've created this marvelous system, which is cashless. All right, you don't use money; you just like transfer it on payday. It's got like a chart on the wall, and all you have to do is mark every That's time you take an work, item. And it's, people just don't; they can't do it, can they? They're like physically incapable. There's a reason <laughs> that the basic way of paying for goods hasn't changed over the last two hundred, three hundred years. Yeah. That's because it works. If you start doing these sort of <laughs> I don't know, fancy trust type, chart type, payday tri- yeah. transfers. It's never going to work. No. Wankers. Do you know what? I was in, it was my, um, it was my youngest, my youngest is 13th birthday today. Actually, we've just been out to pizza hut. Oh, um, many happy returns. Thank you. I should yeah, let him know. Happy He's a moody teenager now. So I probably won't care. Um, yeah. we went out to pizza hut with, with his grandparents and stuff. Um, and it's so funny. Well, no, the problem is Pizza Hut, you, you have to do everything on that on a website. Now you can't, they don't come over to your table and order. You have to do it all on a QR code. Oh. And watching watching his grandparents trying to use a QR code <laughs> and trying to order was just to start with amusing and then painful yeah. to the point where like that? 25 like that? minutes after we'd ordered our food, they were still faffing about trying to order. <laughs> so it was like, oh, God. My dad, my dad is the is is just the best. He's just so frustrating. It's unreal. Just he just comes like, um, to us all. Yeah, Don't it, worry. it does. And um, so there was me and his grandkids just saying, "No, no, just, I'll do it for you because it's, it's just I can't face any more of this." But um, he had his he finished his pizza and he got up and walked up to the ice cream factory, took a bowl and filled it up with ice cream. So there aren't any spoons. And I said, well, you don't get a spoon unless you pay for it. It's not free. You have to pay for it. <laughs> he just went up there and go, oh, he's with a fork. So he just went and helped himself to ice cream from the machine because he thought it was free. And oh, then wow. he'd finished his pizza, but he wants to take half of it with him. You know, they come on these sort of black, sort of slate-type things. Oh, yeah. He yeah. just picked that up and said, right, I'll see you all later. I'm going to head off now. No, you can't just leave with the slate thing. You put it in a box. You can't just pick up your cutlery and plates and leave the restaurant. That's not how it works. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, God. Genius. Um, you know when you went to Pizza Hut, did you not sort of deliberate and say, oh, Pizza Hut, oh, Pizza Hut, Kentucky Fried Chicken and a pizza? Kentucky Fried no, Chicken. Fun, fun, pizza. Fun enough, I didn't, no. But, oh, but okay. thanks for asking. Okay. Um, Sorry. Sorry, oh, dear. I'll tell you. But I, anyway, I've watched some good stuff. Oh, yeah, what, so, have watched? what have you watched? What have you watched? What have you watched, Jason? Do tell us. Well, I've watched quite a few things, actually. I've got into I know, we're out of time. <laughs> and I go on, do tell us, yeah, do tell us. Uh, episode 101 next week. <laughs> yeah. So I'd, I'd recommend The Black Phone if you haven't seen it. I won't go into too yeah. much detail, but it, that was a good film. Barbarian was very bizarre on Disney Plus. Really weird. Is that a I remake? Won't... No, no, oh. no. no. It's, there was um, a Barbarian film years ago, though, wasn't there? No, you're thinking of Barbarella, I think, aren't you? No. With Jane Fonda or Raquel so. Welsh. Or... Oh, you're know. thinking of Barbie and Ken? 
Barbie. That's out <laughs> in the cinema, that. isn't it? Yeah. It is coming, yeah. Um, I haven't seen the Indiana Jones film yet. I don't know if anyone's seen that. So I haven't. My brother went to see it and he said it was very good. Okay, yeah, I do want to see that. I want to see Oppenheimer that's coming out this yep. week. And also, obviously, the new Mission Impossible might be all good. But one film I really want to recommend, I'm not going to go into waffle on about it, but um, it, there's a guy called Mike McDonough, makes really good films, really good plays as well. I actually went to the theatre the other week as well to see one of his plays with Lily mm. Allen and Steve Pemberton in it called The Pillow Man. Get very you. bizarre, but really good. Like a very dark topic um, about torture and murder and stuff and yeah not very pleasant one for all the family then yeah one for all the family they were very good in it as well um but there's a film on disney plus it's called the banshees of inner shearing you might have heard of it it's got colin farrell and brendan gleason in it who reunited from in bruges that martin mcdonough film from years ago in bruges if you've never seen that it's brilliant you've got to watch it but this banshees of inner shearing honestly if I tell you the plot of it, right, it's, it's set back in, I don't know when, there's like a war going on in Ireland, a civil war in Ireland. They're living on an, on, on an island just off of Ireland. And um, basically, Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell were friends, um, and they used to go to the pub every day at two o'clock. And then one day, all of a sudden, Colin Farrell knocks for his friend, and he's just decided he doesn't like him anymore. A bit like us with Ian. <laughs> no, I knew that was coming. No, really, I bloody but, knew it. But Jesus. honestly, this this film, I can't even really describe it's, it, it. You don't even ever find out why he doesn't like him anymore. It's just like he's, he's decided that I can't waste my time talking to you anymore. You're not on the sort of same level as me sort of intellectually and stuff like that. He doesn't he doesn't want to doesn't want to say. But honestly, it's one of the best films I've ever seen. And if you get a chance to watch it, it's brilliant. Honestly, well, acting quite frankly, what an arsehole. What's it? What's it? It's not it's real. Good. It's a it film. Oh, it's very, very dark towards the end. There's some limbs that are cut off and things like that. But Ooh. honestly, it's nice. um, it's brilliant. I can't quite understand why I like it so much, but it's one that it's, as soon as it finished, I wanted to put it back on again and watch it because I absolutely loved it. So, right. yeah, so it's called get, it's called again. Sorry, Ease of Inner Shearing. It's on Disney Plus. Inner Shearing. Yeah, but something about weird. Ed Sheeran, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> it's not the ban- banjos of Ed Sheeran. It's oh, I tell you what, though, there's a documentary Sheeran. about Ed Sheeran. Is that on Disney Plus as well? Yeah, that was good. I that, that was really good. I saw that. That yeah, was really good. good. Yeah, it wasn't what I was that. expecting. Um, yeah, no, very good. Yeah. Did you also good. see the um, Eminem uh, coming out to his concert the other day? Did you see that? No, what was that? So Ed Sheeran doing his tour in America at the moment, and he yeah, was right. in his concert the other night, and he started singing an Eminem song. Oh, yes, and after and the first out, chorus, Eminem came out and finished it. Then they did that. Um, oh God, what's the one with Dido sings on it? Um, uh, Stan. Oh, they did Stan oh, with yeah. Ed Sheeran doing that part. But so the combination you weren't expecting to think would work is actually pretty good. Oh wow! Ooh, I'm going to Google that straight after the podcast. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to watch after the podcast as well the Wham documentary on Netflix. Yes. Oh right. I want to see that. So that's, yeah. that's something I want to see. So um, yeah. Because yeah, I read yeah. the Andrew Ridgely book. Have you read the Andrew Ridgely book? I, I I bought it and I, I I read about two chapters and oh, I just can't read, I can't read books. I'm just. No, all, I, good, I, I then tried I then tried the audio version. Um, you know, which is like you know you can sit and listen to it, can't you? I fell asleep. So I don't really know. I, I want to know exactly the whole story, but I just don't, I can't it does figure out a way of doing it. I can't figure out a way of doing it, no. So I can't read and, and I can't stay awake. So One thing I would say is it doesn't delve that deeply into obviously what happened towards the end with George Michael and everything, but it's a really good book, actually. It's, 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 yeah. It's, how could you not get into it? It's really easy to get into. Come on. Well, I just, 
it's just, it's just that you know. I, I you know, I, I, I don't read very much. I could, you know, sort of. I, I should. I should you do. Come and read it to you. Yeah. Oh, bedtime. Yeah, bedtime story. It is bedtime story. First, and then we'll go on to Andrew Ridgely's book. Yeah, how's that? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. That's a great idea, and uh, we did think we did once move about meeting up and doing this podcast live. Oh, we've been talking so about that for about two and a half years. It's never happened. Yeah. But we're never going to do that. So what we could do is redesign this podcast of uh, like you know Jay reads two. Yeah. Do you know what? I think probably the only time we're actually all going to get together is at probably someone's funeral. So anyway. <laughs> one, one, one of us won't be there then, will they? <laughs> we won't um, be there in spirit. I'll, anyway, I'm coming back to haunt you two anyway. So uh, you already do on a weekly, sometimes weekly basis. And um, listen, we're nearly out of time, but talk about things. Has anybody seen the rework of... Um, oh, God, what's it called? The uh, the dancing <laughs> film, the, um, the Full Monty. Oh, the full month. No, is it any good? I've not seen it. I haven't heard. I've not heard good things about it. But I wonder if anyone has seen uh, it. It's a series. It's a six-part series. Think, yeah. I don't think. I don't think I could bring myself to do that. I mean, the full Monty is just one of those iconic films that you just don't piss around with, isn't it? But yeah. clearly, they have, and and you just think, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Leave it alone. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. Just well, look, that, leave it be. that brings us to the end of episode 100. We finally did it. All being well, we won't leave it another three months until the next one. So thanks for listening. We will see you soon. Bye bye. You've been listening to Three Go Podcasting. Make sure you never miss an episode by hitting the subscribe button in your podcasting app. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And check out our website at 3gopodcasting.com. We're back next week. 3gopodcasting.